When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Want to witness the world's biggest football game? Head to iCanWin.com.au, predict Australia's score with a crystal ball, and it could be you and a friend at the FIFA World Cup Qatar 2022 semifinals, all thanks to McDonald's. Maccas, together and loving it. TNCs apply. Continental Tyres, AFL Trade Radio. Oh, look, you know, I mean, things, things ended with Jack in, a, in an amicable fashion. Um, you know, I think from, from his perspective, you know, he... He toured the facility, you know, probably made the decision in the end to um, to stay where he is, and we understand that. You know, we, we've gone through this um, process during the, the trade period a number of times, where you um, where you speak to players, and ultimately they, they don't all end up choosing your club, and and that's fine. You know, you've, you, but you've got to be in it to win it. That's Chris Davies of Port Adelaide Football Club talking about the Jack Graham situation. It became very public last week when. The two-time Premiership player at Richmond went and had a tour of the power facilities. It was on the back of uh, him just wanting to explore opportunities and also back on, on the back of an invitation from Port to come over to have a look uh, after Tim Taranto, which is uh, going down as a, an official trade with Richmond, expected also Stephen Hopper to, to create some genuine competitive tension in that midfield group at Richmond, of which Druck Graham uh, has been part of and will continue to be part of, given that... He's not going to port, Sauce. Well, is that? did he just go over and have a look or did they commit to him? I don't think he just jump on a plane and bob up at the a footy club and get a tour with the coach and others there and also have the cameras there either at the same so, time. So whose who's, who's decision was it? Like, was that um, Jack Graham's or Jack Paul? Graham, confu- well, you tell me if you know this more than I do. Jack Graham wanted to explore what was out there. And he's obviously from South Australia. There'd been interest prior to this particular period in time for him in the past. Uh, obviously, with Taranto coming in, the expected acquisition also of Hopper, he did look and Port Adelaide suggested to him, maybe come and have a look and see what you think of our facilities here. And I, I think he went over there, which is my belief, Sauce. He went over there thinking that if this all goes well and I want to say yes to them, I'll, I'll go there. But clearly some developments with the Jason Horn francis situation after that have meant that That's been Jack Graham's not going there. Yeah, I, I just find it particularly with Richmond and even his management group, that he would go over there just to – he's got a year left on his contract. <clears throat> I think um, it's two years. Well, given that there's some KPIs he yeah. needs to meet to make it a two-year extension, but I don't think they're that I difficult to make. I find it very strange that he just went over there, met the coach, flew over there, the camera's there, and then all of a sudden <laughs> he's not going. Is that because <clears throat> of what's happened with Jason oh, I think Francis? I'm just reading between the lines here. I just think if the Horn Francis thing's popped up, they've obviously – you know, they've changed tactics and thought, okay, we've got an opportunity to get Horn Francis over Jack Graham. Um, so I, I just, I probably feel for the kid if that's the case that you know they have committed to him and and all of a sudden they've just they've changed tactics. Do you think it was was a commitment? Oh, I th- oh, well, more than just come and sound it out. My my understanding is um, that he was a priority for them. Um, but that changed tack since, which I can understand from a football club's point of view. Mm. Um, if I'm a management group, I'd be bit, bitterly disappointed knowing that I've put my player through that situation 
and then all of a sudden, you know, he's keen to get there, and then all of a sudden they've changed tack. That happens because the football club has got to do the best thing yeah. for the club. now. And with due respect to Jack Graham, um, if it's Jack Graham and Jason Horn francis on the wall and you've got a yeah. choice of one, now one comes with yeah. – I think you take Jason Horn francis do you, David? Is that is – that, I know that doesn't always work that way. but No, it doesn't. It, look, it might have been to, – to Chris, I really like the way Chris operates the club. Maybe they got over there and Jack's spoken to Kenny about the role and going, yeah – Sort of playing a similar sort of role where I am, you know. Like, why would I, I move? There might be some financial incentives. There might be, there might be a little bit of that in there. There might also be the fact that you get a, a young talent you can build your midfield around for the next ten years, and you go, well, if you weigh it up, mm. you go, well, we might need to to go in a bit more more on on Jason than you will on Jack. Yeah. But there may well be some truth, or certainly from my side of things, from Chris to say, look, yep, he's decided not to come. Maybe on the basis of the role that he spoke to Kenny about and going. I'm playing a similar role. I'll just stay where I am. Yeah, yeah. I'll, I'll look, I don't have all the details here, but all I'm saying is that they're the difficult decisions that yeah. can happen during trade week that Absolutely. all of a sudden something else pops up and you got to understand you've got a player and a management group yeah. involved here. Mm. It's how, how you handle that is really important because you're going to have to take a hit from a club point of view knowing mm. that, you know what, we've gone a fair way down the path with this particular player. We've brought him over. He's met the coach. He's met players. He's this, that, and whatever. Yeah, there's investment And then there. all of a sudden, mm. okay, something's popped up over here that we like a little bit better. It's managing that player and that and that management group as well that you've got to try and keep that relationship with that management group. And I get it with Port. Like, you know, like if you've got a player out of there that can really help you and he's got a, a 10-year future compared to a five- or six-year future, I know what I'd be doing, you know. So, But it's about managing that. Um, and they're the difficult things some clubs have to, have go, to go through, through at it. times. Yeah. Look, all reports too. Now, so let's just remind our listeners how it works. When a player gets drafted in the first round, there's a, an elevated income that, that's greater than the second round and third round, et cetera. But say, say a first-round draft pick, and then one draft pick that Jason Horn francis was, what would he have been on by way of the standard player contract for North Melbourne this year and last year? It's, is it about – 90 grand, is it the state? And, it? and then no, match payments on top of all that? Yeah. Than that 110. Keep going. I think it's 120. More. Yeah. Plus, plus match. Plus match. Yeah. And, yeah. and, and is the match part of that negotiable? No, there's nothing negotiable no, in, the first, in the first two years. Yeah, it's all, it's all so, so, could you, if you play the 22 matches, and he played 17, so yep. would he have got close to $200,000 yep. this yep. year? Yeah, okay. Yep. All right. So, that, that's what he's on next year, and that's not, yeah. Now, is that negotiable now that he's moving clubs. Can he, can he get as much as what I believe to be $800,000 that, that is the, part of the offer to become a power player? Can, can no. that kick in next no. year? Your, no. your first two years are standard. Um, the only thing you may be able to get in there are a best and fairest results where, no, yeah. um, and I'm not too sure what you can get through. Generally say it's top five, when it gets 50 to the fifth gets 10 or, or might even scale even differently than that. But I'm not too sure if you say you finish top top five, you can get an extra 180. I'm not too sure whether you'd get yeah. that amount through, but uh, if, Dave. But it, you can yeah. do BNF incentives. Okay, yeah. so you're guaranteed by way of the standard player contract for, for two years as a draftee. Yeah. Yep. Um, so those draftees that after one year renegotiate, can money be brought forward to that second year? Or you're saying no? Hit me with that again. Okay, sorry. so let's. No, no. I know okay. what you're saying. So, so Nick Nick Dacos, for instance, would yep. have signed a two year deal like everyone else. 
if Collingwood was to renegotiate that deal now, yeah. could he get a whole lot more money next year, which would be his second year? No. no. So, no, so, so the money you're getting and the contract you're offering, it's all for beyond that second year. So, oh, yeah. so Jason Horn Francis, even as a as a, a new player at a new club next year, with a fresh deal, will still only be on the yeah. about $200,000. Which, which is something possibly the AFL can look at in terms of that if you do renegotiate – uh, an extension on your contract, maybe that's something they can look at, that their second year doesn't have to be the standard play contract. It can actually be brought, money can be, be brought what, into that second second year. It's all yep. been part of the CBA negotiations and, and a tool that allows, or the AFL feels, helps clubs manage a little bit of their cap in that early days until you know what the talent's going to deliver. Yeah, okay. Because so, we had the same with Cam Rayner, with, um, with Paul Connors. First two were set, you can't touch those, and then... Beyond that, it's you're on the open market. After that, yeah, yeah, uh, mate of ours, Kane Corns is always banging on about in his eyes, which I don't agree with. The, the need to extend those contracts of, of the of the player at the at the draft stage, and he, he's of a view that four years. I don't see that ever being considered by the the players' association, given the restraint of trade elements around all that. But it wouldn't to me. It wouldn't solve any problems. I mean. <laughs> Jason Francis would want to leave after one year, whether he had a one-year, a two-year, a three-year, or a six-year deal. He would still request to leave now. What about had he extended his contract before the start of the season? So does that help that you can actually go, okay? Before he's even played a game. So you, before he's even played a game. He probably would have still asked to leave anyway, wouldn't he? The way it's unfolded. Yeah, maybe not. I I think you would have. When you walk into a club, you're fairly happy straight away and whatnot. So... Um, I think I think that's an area we need to look at. I'm, I haven't got a solution to it, mm. but there's a. But little that's a bit, choice to to resign. Yeah, it is, but look, I think like it's, anything, it's not a it's not a, so a contracted let's have arrangement. A look. More often than not, it's the go home factor, isn't it? Like all nine times out of ten. So that that's the thing, and and really right at the minute, North with Horn Francis has got two years if they want to stick to it, but it's one year, you know. So. You look at the interstate clubs, you know some of the the establishment clubs, and you, you they find it very difficult. And our aim when we went to the Giants was let's try and get them for four years. Yeah, you know, get it to the four year, and then they can make their call. They're more mature. Yeah, if we can get them settled, and then whatever happens after that happens. So from a club point of view, it's nice to know that you get them for four years and you can develop them through the VFL system and you're not forced to play them because if you don't play them, there's a good chance they are homesick and they're going to get an offer to go back home, particularly if they're a, a, a high selection. A lot of managers are helpful, though, in that space. Yeah, they are. They, they are helpful in mm. the sense that as a general rule, I think, in, in most cases where I've dealt in sauces exactly the same, they have helped extend that um, because they feel like you're going to invest a lot of time and effort in, into that player. Want to witness the world's biggest football game? Head to iCanWin.com.au, predict Australia's score with a crystal ball, and it could be you and a friend at the FIFA World Cup Qatar 2022 semi finals, all thanks to McDonald's. Maccas, together and loving it. TNCs apply.